Let's chop it up with your boy Zaz. Hey. Uh, you ready? No shit, that's you. Hey, 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 yeah, hey. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. Yeah, let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it. All right, on let's chop it up here with Zaz. We got my man Ella G. What's going on, Ella G? Flat hose, eat bacon. That's, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So what you been up to, man? What's been going on with Illa G? Slap holes, eat bacon. That's what I've been up to. Uh, no, nah, I've just been working, man. That's working. Um, I'm working on, I just put out fried apple juice, a uh, project, you know what I'm saying? For business reasons, I do not call it an album. People need to understand that it's a project mm. about work. You know, that's like business reasons you don't call it an album. But, yeah, I just put the project out, Fried Apple Juice. Um, it's on right now. It's on Bandcamp.com, uh, LG2K. And, you know, pretty sure if you got Bandcamp, you, know, you need to get it. Put it in the house for your kids. Everybody needs to have it. Play it for your mother. Play it for everybody you need, you know. There you go. There you go. And I'm working on season three of New York Minute. Mm, nice. So how is that? How How's that been going for you? Awesome. You know, I learn every day with that thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's like, I love you though. You all go. right, all right. Good, good, good. Cut off. Yeah. So you were talking about the show that you, uh, that, that you rocking on? Yeah, yeah. Um, season three, New York Minute. New York Minute is a, um, a show about change. And how hard it is to change in a hostile urban environment. It's about a uh, a career criminal who learned who learned how the system is trapping us in the streets and in the system. And pretty much, he wants to change his life and change his ways. And he wants his friends to join him mm. because we'll see a different way. But he's done so much dirt that, you know, a lot of people don't believe that he's changed, and they still think he's like the snake he once was. Mm, okay. That's interesting. I didn't even know you was doing that, brother. That's crazy. Yes, you need to check that out. New I'm going to definitely check New that New out. TV, we have two seasons. Okay, okay. That's insane, man. So, the f let's talk about the albums that you put out, right? They're not albums. Oh, they're, they're business uh, projects, projects, projects. So the projects that you put out, what's your favorite one out of all of them? Every one of them. Nice. <laughs> like, right, it's like my children. You, can, you know, I hey, just talk about any of this fried apple juice. Nice, it's, nice. It's just like more of a, you know, after a while, you know, people don't understand. All right. For years. Let me see. Let me let me give find the words here. For years, right? I've I've kept my music pretty much what they would call ego tripping, or uh, some people call it braggadocious, or so on and so forth. Reason being because of my street ties, 
I, you know, you, I, I felt a lot of things were said, a, a little too much was being said. And, you know what I'm saying, a lot of stuff felt like if I say it, it's snitching. So I would never really dabble into that. So, or they, or some people call it bravado, but, you know, it's really called mm. ego. In the hip hop world, it's called ego tripping. And I kept my music that way. So now as going on, like therapy reasons, I'm trying to be more of an open book and pretty much speak about things that, like how I felt in the moment of me doing sort of these things, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you I can't reveal a lot of things that I did, and I won't. No, of course you know not. As a, as, a, as a street dude, like, I, you know what I'm saying? Even playing around saying it, it's, you know, it's just too much. I just can't speak that way. But, you know, so now I'm learning to be an open book, to learn how, you know, a lot of things visually, me being... Um, you know, artistic person because I've been to art and design. I know how to draw and everything, so on and so forth. But, you know, seeing things artistically, you know, I'm trying to describe these things, how I felt and what I've seen to the letter. Like, you know, everything ain't wasn't cool being in the street. You know what I'm saying? Everything is not, you know, people make it try to look like it's fashionable and fun, but it's it's not a pretty thing. Like, your mind has to be pretty strong to withstand a lot of these things. You know, me and my boy was talking today about, you know, a lot of people who don't know, like, hardcore being in the street, you have PTSD. Hmm. And uh, we grew up in an era where, yeah, <coughs> yeah, we have PTSD. How about that? Nobody ever put it that way, man. Yeah, that's real, like, man. That's you know real. what I'm saying? And our younger years, especially, not knowing. This is the same reason why I wanted to do New York Minute, because you know the main character Deuce is loosely based off me. Because mm. when I was incarcerated, to read all these things and learn how the government is trapping us, I couldn't come home to that and do that again. It, it's, it's senseless. It's a trap. It's it's what they're designed to, you know, once you don't know, you have a lot of things and, you know, school is, you know, school could be a double-edged sword because a lot of millionaires really are not that smart. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them didn't do a lot to go to college. But, you know, I'm not, you know, don't, for other motherfuckers that watch this show, I'm not saying don't go to school, but I'm saying... Remember what I said, it's a double-edged sword. Yes, for people that work, it worked out tremendously for them, you know, to learn certain things and they learn how to acquire those things. But a lot of, uh, a lot of millionaires and so on ain't that bright. Don't take that much to be that. Yeah, you got that right. So, you know, I wanted, I wanted to bring you on because I know you have a lot to say. And I know that, you know, you, uh, you carry yourself respectfully. You know what I mean? Whether it's uh, like you said, like your show or or your projects, you know, or even hanging with Sean and doing projects with him, you know, you pretty much, you know, everybody knows Illa G and you're crazy with the pen. So how do you feel that people know that? You think because people know that they kind of skeptical of working with you? What, that I'm crazy with the pen? Yes. 
Uh, if they is, that's their fault. My my job is to kill. My job is to kill everything. That's my. There job. you go. That's what I'm talking about. That is that, that's the thing that has to happen. People, that's... lyrically, people have to die all the time. <laughs> automatically, automatically. If they're right. intimidated, that's that's not my fault. I just I just I'm here to uh, write rhymes and that's slap up bacon. That's it. <laughs> so tell me, bullet. And a bracelet. Right. How was that project? What was the pro what's what's the process for Illa G to go in and make uh, a project? All right. Bullet and a bracelet. Basically, that was a new way of saying diamonds and guns. Because you know, when Mob Deep said diamonds and guns, they pretty much, you know what I'm saying, that's something that I've, you know, I told Prodigy. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, from them, like, I, I have a video on Instagram explaining, the you know, the five things that needed to happen for them to come up with shook ones. And that's one of the elements of it. Because, you know, my cousin in Brownsville at the time, when they was, you know, doing this street thing, they wasn't the best dressers. They didn't, in fact, they didn't dress at all. Like, they dressed like bums. But the only thing they had a lot of was diamonds and guns. They would buy diamonds and guns. And I told Prodigy that, and he was like, oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? So Bullet in the Bracer was just a new version of, of me saying that. You know what mm. I'm saying? Diamonds and guns. And, you know, the project, all my project is named off feeling. How things feel. Like, you know, it's my, you know. That's what it is. It's just like, you know, my lyrics is, it's like diamonds and guns, baby. Like it's, you know, it's something that everybody wants. It's like, you know, it's like dangerous, flashy, dangerous. And you actually have like this gift, man, with, with, it's amazing how you, how you put your rhymes, like you can actually see it. When you rhyming, when you rhyming, G is like, you see it. How you get how how you get that to be like that? Uh, with the art design, like it's just like the artistic side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a visual. It's like he's giving you a visual without the. There's no video there, right? But Illa G's like, boom, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm rhyming, and you're like, damn, hold up, I can see that, yo. Like, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's like art with words, which is why I came up with social graffiti. Not a lot of people could do that, man. Not a lot of people could do that. That's a gift right there. So tell me, how was it working with Sean? It was dope. Because of, uh, to put it simple and plain, right, uh, I'm competitive. Sean is competitive. I can imagine. <laughs> so, our goal was simple as that. I tell you that this is the most simplest thing. Metal detectors was made from this. My rhymes are better than yours. Mm. That's it. We tried to kill each other every song. Every song was as it's like, yo, I don't want to have you can't have the weakest rhyme on the song. So it was like with no change ups. We didn't do that change up. If you when you said what you said, if somebody if you got beat up on the song, gotta wear it. 
Mm. And the fans decide. But basically, that's it. My rhymes are better than yours. And it was on. That was it. And we didn't. Like, Sean doesn't like to name projects. He'll be like, let's just record. Come on, let's go to the studio and record, 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 record. Then after we have so many songs, we'd be like, how many songs we got? All right, let's name it something. Because mm. Metal Detectors originally supposed to have been Hot Soup. Hot Soup? And we were, yeah, and we were going to name ourselves Dead Squirrel. Mm. They built uh, like rock groups. How they named themselves like rock. So we was going to name ourselves Dead Squirrel. Oh. But Somebody, somebody had the uh, <laughs> somebody had the hot suit that we just left with, and we just changed it to metal detectors. You left it alone, so yeah. you know with your catalog and your projects, right? Like we can't single out what you killed and what you didn't because you killed everything. Appreciate that. You see what I'm saying? When I first heard you, right, I was like, wow. There's character, there's there's toughness, right? There's smart, right? And you also had the combination to go ahead and put everything that we could see it when you're rhyming. To have all those attributes, man, it's 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 insane. So I wanna I wanna say here, brother, and I wanna tell you that we're gonna celebrate you tonight and we appreciate you for everything you've done. You call it projects. We keep it close to our hearts. The real hip-hop people really, really got love for you, man. I appreciate that. Man. You know what I'm saying? So, Suede Cigarettes, that was a smooth album, man. I mean, project. Mm -hmm. That was smooth, man. What, um, made you, what, what made you get with that vibe there? Um, I think that's like the turning point when I was trying to be more of an open book. And, you know what I'm saying, the whole thing was, you know, cigarettes are very deadly things, and but yet people know the deadly part of them, but yet they still smoke them. So, imagine smoking a suede cigarette. Mm. That pure toxins going in your body. And that's what my raps was on that, on that project, was pure toxins. Killing them slow, right? Incredible athletics of rap, goddammit. Incredible athletics. There you go. The whole half of it. Mm-hmm. I felt like you just like, you were like, you know what? This is mine, man. Y'all gonna know this. I ain't going nowhere. That's how I felt like you was coming on that on that project. The whole half of it was like really that was my street talk right there. Mm. That that was my street talk. You and wasn't playing. The name of the, if you listen to the name of the project, I can't tell you all of what I did in the street, but I can tell you the whole half of it. That's how that came about. <clears throat> so if you listen to Cold Metal, you know what I'm saying? Like People don't understand. I was really, at one time, I was really married to the street. And that's that's not a game. I don't, you know, this is why I kept my music separate. But on the whole half of it, I was really like, you know what? It became therapy. Mm. 
true therapy, true therapy. So if you listen to cold metal, if you listen to, um, 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 damn, I forgot the name of the goddamn thing, but whatever. Just listen to the whole just thing. Listen just listen to the whole thing. Yeah, just you can hear the street element, the street element of, you know, how I seen things when I was going through it. That's why if you listen to cold metal, I was like, I was taught to not sell drugs. Let them do it. And you backing them that down with a, you know, with a slug. Like, I don't know how to sell drugs. My neighborhood was stick-up artists and shooters. Mm. Why would we sell drugs? When we, you can do it, and then we can take it from you. You can't go to the police. If you do, you're a bitch. You're a drug dealer. What, you going to tell the police I took drugs from you and money mm-hmm. from you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, the latest project, well, before today, you had Jesus and Better Drugs. When I read that title, I was like, oh! <laughs> I was like, listen, how you come out with this, man? Basically, like I, all, the, all, the, all the titles is about feeling. So it's just like, it's just really about my words and how they feel. Like my words are so dangerous and, and potent. You're either going to need Jesus or you're going to need better drugs mm. to be able to handle what I'm saying in these songs. So that's what the title was at. Illa G, man, I tell you. <laughs> So when you go into a, a, when you start setting up the the project, right, Mm -hmm. yourself, like writing it and everything, what's the process for you? Uh, Find a beat that makes me angry, step on it, punch the beat in the face a few times, Um, step on it again, stab it, put it in the headlock. Mm. And, and then write it, write it, and then that's how to. And then I, mean, that's, I just find I just find ten beats that speaks to my my dark. I guess what I would call it like an artistic dark side. That's just that's that's the only way I could describe it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I have to um be aggressive. Just being aggressive. <clears throat> and I want to take you through a journey somewhat with these projects. I, you know, um, some things that I want to say that's totally off that, you know, or just seen in a whole different light of how I see it. You know, I'm, I'm 47, proud of it, my culture and freedom. You know what I'm saying? I'm understanding the culture of myself as of now. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because this is how I break it down for me. Yes, it's, you know, it's, part of the five percent thing but you know you're you're from 10 to from 10 to 20 is your knowledge years this is how you gain the knowledge of you know some people don't make it past it you know what i'm saying they're they're taken from us quickly the 20s is your wisdom years you're kind of you know what i'm saying figuring out what's going on what went on in your in your teens and your 30s is your understanding understanding of what's going on from your teens and your 20s like oh now i understand why this has come about because from the origin of parents and this and this this led to this this and that and the 40 is the culture the culture you know what i'm saying i'm happen to be uh well if you want to get on a deeper term it's cool between me and you to say that i'm a black man here 
But in America, paperwork is different. Do not put that. But as of here, speaking now, it was just like, yo, yeah, I am a black man in America. You know what I'm saying? They try to make it seem like it's foreign, but I was here before them. I'm not mm. foreign at all. They're the foreigners. But to, you know what I'm saying, to deal with that here. Yeah, how about that? Man, speaking of that deep stuff, brother, that's what I'm talking about. So what do you got coming up besides, I know you just dropped an album today, I mean a project today. Thank you. And what do you what do you have in the future? Is there anything that you're working on? Any compilations uh, or? Uh, I'm gonna do a, a New York Minute soundtrack. Hmm. Just to be different, I'm gonna start with Volume Ten <laughs> and work my way down. And work your way down. Yeah. So to me. When every time you every time you drop something, I go, man, the bully did it again. I call you the bully, right? I feel like I just don't I just don't see other people like being able to handle theirs like that on a track with you, besides Sean. So I know you don't care, but do you feel like you know? Do you feel like? People actually look at you like that? Uh, you're correct. I don't care. And if they do, they do. What can I do about it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If they do, they do. All I know is everything has to die. So that's, that's all I know. Like with that, it's just like I have, I'm so, I'm so competitive and you know what I'm saying? I wanted, I want my verse to be talked about. I want it to be like for the like, yo, did you hear what he said? Like that's, I don't even understand that concept. You know what I'm saying? I like matching words that really seem like they just don't go together, which fucks your mind up entirely after you put it in a simile or a metaphor. And just naturally knowing of what it is, just like uh, one rhyme I said, Marcus Garvey as a narcissist. That, that just don't, it just, once you, you know, once you understand what that is, it's like, did he just say that? Like, like, what that, is that? Yeah, what is, like, what the fuck is that? So, I see you have a, you still have a, I mean, you always had a relationship with Duck Down. So, is there more projects that's going to be on there? I mean, they're just distribution. It's not on Duck Down. The distribution, yeah. Yeah, they're Are just still... distribution. Okay. I mean, I mean, they did it, but they're not distributing um, fried apple juice, which is out, by the way, on bandcamp.com. Yeah, yeah, pick that up. Pick he's, that tell, up. He, pick he's telling up. you to pick it up. He ain't, he ain't asking you. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Smoke it. <laughs> so pretty much... Uh, do you feel like you're at where you at right now? We never, we never settle, right? We never settle. But you feel like where you at right now is where you saw yourself being maybe 10 years back? Um, all I, know, I don't look for it. I just put the work in. Anybody else said that's on them. 
I just put the work in. My job is to put the work in. That's it. I'm saying what I need to say until I feel it feels like so. I I just feel like I'm the nicest dude on the planet. I know I'm the nicest nigga with a felony. Period. Period. There's nobody fucking with me with rap. Period. Or you get I don't give a fuck what they did. Get any felony rapper, whoever the fuck they want to call themselves, the nicest nigga with a felony. Mm. Period. Tell them. Tell them. And then I'm still one of the nicest niggas ever in this game called hip-hop. Bar for bar, lyrically. Educational. Ignorance. Thug shit. And just like witty. That's not many people fuck with. Nah. If any. If any. So, yeah, if you want to call that bully, fine. So what? So what, right? So what? <laughs> man, G, that's crazy. Yeah, cause that's the way I look at you. I'm like, man, ain't nobody messing with him on the mic, man. You know? So what does Illogy do on an everyday basis health-wise? I seen you on Instagram. You getting you were getting it in and all that good stuff. What do you do? I went full vegetarian this year, 2020. Um, it all started back in '86. I stopped eating pork in '86, and it wasn't for a five percent thing. It was just learning about the animals, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? And you know, bless bless her soul. My mom she throw Bible things out there, and I read a thing was like, we shouldn't need anything with a split hoof. Mm. You know, and that's when I was, you know, really not too understanding of religious things back then, but I left pork alone for the animal being and, you know, so on and so forth about the, you know, the worms and everything it could leave in your body. 10 years down the line, I get locked up in 96, knowing that beef does not sit in your system well, our bodies do not digest it. I left beef alone when I was incarcerated, which left chicken. And that was the longest one that took to let go. I let chicken go maybe five, five years ago. And then I was just doing fish. But still, you have to watch, just because it's fish, still got to watch it. Because certain fish, you know, like shrimp. Thank goodness I'm allergic to shrimp because shrimp are roaches, sea roaches, catfish. They're the pigs of the sea. And, you know, the high mercury and salmon and so on and so forth. So, you know, took me a while to get there, but became a vegetarian in 2020. And, you know, I'm, I'm learning. I'm still learning, still trying to get there health-wise. You know, it's a fight. You know, like I said, I'm proud. I'm proud to be 47 and still could whip somebody ass and, you know, jog, lift weights, so on and so forth. Herb still exists. It's getting there. This is an ab too. It's just a whole keg. It's all in one shot. <laughs> I got kegs. You got keg you know packs. <laughs> I call them herb. Herb. Herb is real. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, health wise, it's just like, you know, you got to be better. 
you know, you got to use it, you know, I, believe it or not, one time I was a personal trainer. So, mm. you know, you, you either you use it or you lose it. How and, about uh, that? You don't want to put in that work and the exercise and you lose your muscles. So what do you see, like, from from back then till now? How do you look at, I'm, I'm going to just say the music industry, right? How do you look at from back then till now? What are your likes and your dislikes? And it's always a dislike because their, their job is to rape you. Mm. I, mean, I mean, as far as you said, music industry, are you talking about the artist music or the industry itself? The industry itself. They're here to rape you. They're here to rape you. At this point in time, after all the all the things many artists have said, you know, if you get like common sense, like if you get hot on your own, why, why do you need the machine? You know what I'm saying? Unless you take control of it and you be like, you know what, let me use the machine for a one-off. Use the machine for that one-off and disappear. But contracts try not to get you. They want you to do at least three. But if you can fight for a one-off and, you know, they're willing to put their all in all into you for that one-off, do that. Use a machine for that and break out. You know what I'm saying? Or you could be, I say the one of the best contracts I heard of is from, um, what is his name? Sprinkle me, baby. Um, E40. Mm. You know, saying people need to tend and listen to these guys because E40 told the record label, what do I need you for? You know what I'm saying? Everybody in my crew owns a house. I make $200,000 on my own. So they still wanted them. He said, well, let me tell you this. The first two hundred thousand we make is mine. After that, we split. Split it with the label. Simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, you came to me. I didn't come to you. But you know what I'm saying? Some people, you know, want that whole glitz and glamour thing, or they don't understand, and you know, they get caught up in that. And that's not an easy thing. It's not an easy thing to go from zero to now, presumably a millionaire or at least a thousandaire and they need to understand that money is borrowed. It's not yours. It's not it yours. is yours, but it's not. You have to pay that back. And you know what I'm saying? Like you get caught up in these things and think it's going to live forever. You know what I'm saying? A lot of artists, their hotness usually lasts about three years. It actually does. Yeah. And if you don't, and if you don't venture off to other things, you will drown in your vanity. It's not pretty. Yeah. That's where we throw a lot of people doing street shit that they can't handle because, you know, they want that 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 awe of feeling godly or, you know what I'm saying, that vanity of what they have. So How about that? Man, those are some jewels right there. So if you could tell a, a, a upcoming artist, is he hot or not hot? I'm gonna have to say hot. All right. If if you were to say something to an artist that you know had potential, he was hot or she was hot, what would you say to them? I mean, the reason I'm asking about hot, like hot, like as their song playing in the streets, like everybody know them from. 
and song playing in the streets. Like no, they got no, 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 no. A tremendous buzz or someone who wants to do music. Who wants to do music. Don't stop. Don't stop and see what people say. Because it's, it's not up to you to judge. People that like your music will judge what they like. And, you know what I'm saying, one dislike, like, kind of do the math to it. If you play your song for 10 people you know, that's going to give you an honest answer, and eight of them say it's fire and two say it's don't, it's a good, good thing. If it's five for five, question yourself. Yeah. If three out of ten, we do rethink some shit. Don't think you're gonna get on the track with Illa G. <laughs> oh, you can get on the track with me if you pay me. If, uh, if you pay, you can pay me. You'll die after paying your money because I'm gonna destroy you like you're a top-notch rapper ever on the planet. I, 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 I don't change. I don't discriminate in that. In that. No. Everybody got to get it, right? Everybody yeah, got to get everybody, it. Everybody has to get it. Pay me, I'll kill you on your own song. Oh, man. There you go, brother. Man, Ella G, I appreciate you so much, man. Yes. I, I really uh, appreciate your, the, the homework you've done on this. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I, um, I've um, been listening to you for a while, man. So, so right now, this is a, a bucket list for me. You know what I mean? And you're, you. one of, you're one of the top ones that... uh. There's no one like you, brother. Don't ever change, man. I won't. Everything, man. Everything is amazing. So we want to thank you for coming on. We appreciate you. you taking out your time. Uh, keep rocking, brother. Keep shining, man. We watching you, man. Thank you, man. Thank All you. Right. Everybody go get that now. It's on Bandcamp. Yes. Sure, uh, to the Elegy store. Get you some Elegy. This is not the this is the signature logo, but the black shirt is the signature logo. Black shirt, get that. Get you a hoodie. Get you some Illogy sneakers or a coat. You know, what I'm saying? Get, get something Illogy. Buy your wife some Illogy panties. Maybe you not like it when you take it off, but at least you. Have and that's what counts. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Illogy for life. Illogy for life. Well, this is let's chop it up with Zaz. And that was my man Illa G.